Well, it's August in Oklahoma and it's hot and it's stressful because all of us that are involved in teaching education or working with kids are preparing to go back to school. So there's just a lot to do. And for families, they're shopping and they're buying school supplies and they're trying to stretch money just as far as they can. And it can be stressful. Uh, I just want to take the trust uh, principles that I've been talking about and develop it a little bit further talking about stress. And today I want to talk um, with you about some wonderful scriptures in the book of John, which is probably my favorite gospel. And I want to look at John 15, and we're starting in verse 9. This is just a beautiful piece of scripture, okay? Starting in verse 9 of John's gospel, and this is New King James. As the Father loved me, this is Jesus speaking, I also loved you. Abide in my love. Ooh, so we are to abide and rest in the fact that Jesus loves us, that he doesn't want us to live a life of stress. He loves us and we're to abide in peace and abide in provision. Verse 10, if you keep my commands, if is conditional, okay? That means we have to do our part if you keep my commandments. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love, just as I, Jesus now, has kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. You know, if you really love somebody, you don't ever do anything to break their heart. If you love your spouse, you know what upsets them and you don't go there. If you love your children, then you try not to ever hurt them or, or break their heart. Yeah, you got to discipline them, but you love them. And what you're doing for them is, is you're doing it to protect. That's the motive of the heart. So, and, and when you think about it, if you keep the word of God, if you abide in Jesus, if you abide in his presence, if you abide in his word, that's showing Jesus that you love him. Because you treasure what he spoke. Because the written word and the spoken word is treasured. That, that's your way of being in relationship with Jesus. Okay. These things I have spoken you to you that my joy may remain in you. Ooh, these words, the Bible, the word of God, you could even take it so far as have you ever gotten a prophetic promise? Someone's spoken something over you? Has, has Jesus ever spoken something in your heart and, and birthed a desire in your heart for something rich and good? Okay. These things I have spoken to you that my joy may remain in you. So when, when you're walking out the things that he's promised you, when you're walking out those things that he's birthed in your heart, then you're abiding in him and you're joyful. You know, I think the world doesn't know what to do with joy. Sell, uh, fear sells in America right now. Uh, fear, um, uh, mistrust, anxiety, all of that is being so promoted in everything from news to social media. But no, that's not where supposed, we're supposed to abide. We are to abide in Jesus. We are to abide in his promises. 
And when we abide in him and we keep his commandments, we are joyful. We're joyful. We're peaceful. We're a peculiar people. Oh, everything around us can be going absolutely crazy. And often it is. But we're joyful. Do you know people don't know what to do with that? Do you know that peace and joy is often your greatest witnessing tool? Like they look at you like, what What are you doing that's so different? Like, has your doctor got you on medication or something? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's Dr. Jesus. And it's the word of God. I'm abiding in him. I'm, I'm doing the best I can to keep his commandments. Now, do I fail? You bet. Daily. I, I always try to keep my heart tender. Um, I always try to stay in a position of correcting myself so God doesn't have to correct me because he has at times and I can tell you that's not fun. But when I abide in him to the best of my ability and I'm led by him, then I'm walking out something that's joyful. Um, I'm going to go back to verse 11 because it's so good. I want to read it again. These things I have spoken to you that my joy might remain in you and that your joy may be full. Now, when you talk about a fullness of joy, that's not a state of stress. It's a state of joy because you know God's big enough. It's a state of joy because you know that even though you don't have the ability to do all these things in the natural, you know how to tap into supernatural grace that will enable you to do anything and everything that you have to do because it's over your head. Listen, when I went to work at my new position as a special education teacher and I was writing all of these legal documents, I can tell you I did not know what I was doing, but I knew I was supposed to do it. And God wanted me to be joyful about it. I'm so glad I have walked out that season because it was provision for me in the middle of COVID. And who could have ever thought, you know? But even in the middle of that, the transition for me was joyful because I got to be at home and I got to dwell and, and, and create an atmosphere in, in my little office here where peace prevailed. And um, I didn't have to deal with anxiety or, you know, harsh discipline or, or um, competitive scores or whatever I was having to do in, in the schools. See, Jesus has a plan for you where you're at and that it may be joyful because if you're walking in his ways, if you're walking in the things that he's spoken to your heart, if you're walking it out with him, then it's designed to be joyful. God designed you to walk in abundance of joy and peace. If, going back to verse 11, if you walk in his commandments and you abide in him. So I just challenge you this week, abide in him. I appreciate you leaving me feedback of any kind uh, and let me know how these messages are helping you. Uh, send me some messages and, and let me know what you want to hear more of. I'd appreciate it if you'd share this message today with someone you think needs it. And please like and follow my channel um, so that we can get the word out and help other people. Uh, have a wonderful day.